0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Pax What
1: She Said. Now, here's Perry Goldstein and Maggie Loney.
0: I do want to ask you,
1: because I've been thinking about this this week. So you mentioned, obviously, the Vikings weapons. I think anyone who watches football knows about the Vikings weapons. The Packers did a pretty nice job. Look, the Miami got their explosive plays. They have Tyreek Hill. They have Jalen Waddle. They're going to get their explosive plays. Justin Jefferson, he's going to get his. But I think the Packers actually did a really nice job after the first quarter limiting what those two receivers were able to do in Miami. Do we want to see the same plan, if you will, scheme deployed against a Vikings offense with a Justin Jefferson
2: yeah I mean I think you know the same kind of of game planning needs to happen you know at this point obviously Eric Stokes isn't playing and everything looks a little bit different now but Jair you know I I wanted to actually talk about this on the show so I'm glad that you brought this up he's tied for his he had five interceptions his entire career before this season and now he's leading the team with five picks and most of them are coming in the fourth quarter to close out games. So I think that you know, this is a defense that's starting to kind of build some of its swagger back. And we talked about before the Dolphins game that this was a team that could completely turn things around and capitalize in seconds. And the fact that the Packers' defense was able to hang in there and make plays when they really needed to, I think that's what you need to see in the cold and get Kirk Cousins rattled because I think the Packers only had one sack in Week 1. And it was... Rashawn Geary, of all people. Of course. You know. Yes.
1: Yeah. I think just a repeat performance from the Packers in terms of what they're able to do against Miami – not to say I expect there to be three picks, et cetera, but I just think the way that they were able to stay really stout up front stop the run, make Miami one-dimensional right like let's limit Dalvin Cook make Kirk throw the ball. Kirk can throw the ball right he he can pick apart his own and he has Justin Jefferson he's gonna lob it up to Justin no matter who's on him. So the secondary is gonna get it's it's gonna have its moments. That may not look pretty, but it's just about limiting everything and hopefully getting the ball back to the offense to score points. I think that this team, I just think that with what they're playing for, it gives them a little bit more juice. And given the commonality of opponent and the ability to like self-scout, I know that they've been watching film together a lot more. Um, The last couple of weeks, like, you know, that they're putting on tape, the tape from week one, and they're going to say, we're not letting this happen again. Um, Another huge difference Packers have a a returner. I know Casey on Nixon didn't practice today, but they now have a legit special teams threat that they did not have week one. And so obviously you hope that Nixon is, is okay for the game, but you know, you get the ball in his hands and maybe Packers get nice field position to start off a couple of drives. And it completely also changes everything from week one.
2: And this Vikings team is such an enigma to me. And I know I've made the comparison before with the 2019 Packers where they just hung on in a lot of really close games and you could have like basically flipped a coin where they either won or lost and either outcome wouldn't have surprised you. And I feel like that's this Vikings team in a nutshell, you know, their losses have been pretty significant losses, um, to the Eagles, they lost, you know, 7 to 24. They lost to the Cowboys 40 to 3, to the Lions 34 to 23. But their only victory over one score was, of course, the Packers in week one when they won by multiple scores. But every other game this season, they're winning either in overtime by a field goal or they're winning by one score. So you could argue that this is a team that, you know, Obviously, you have to be pretty good to to make some of these comments comebacks that they have, like we saw against the Colts. but there's I don't want to say any team gets lucky. It's a week to week league. Every team can win any game, but there's just something about this Vikings team that I, I haven't bought into yet as far as being like a true genuine playoff contender, like you would say maybe the Eagles are at this point or even the Cowboys.
1: Well, Vegas agrees with you. <laughs> Vegas is not like the Vikings, and I'm pretty sure that they're underdogs coming into this game at Lambeau by three and a half points last time I checked. So kind of wild to see a 12-3 and three team. Yes, they're away, sure, but they're underdogs by Vegas' standards against a 7-8 and eight team who's fighting for a playoff spot. And I just think that says a lot.
2: Yeah, I agree with you. So lots to look for, obviously, going into Sunday. Any other thoughts that you have? you know before I th- my thought is that I don't like that it's a 325 central game because those aren't fun I think it it would have been more fun in a primetime matchup but
1: I was surprised they didn't flex <laughs> it out actually I definitely do this is a big one obviously division game and you know Packers put it on a show last week in Miami so but I think this is going to be a good one I think this I don't know why I have a feeling this might be one for the ages I hope I'm not wrong but It's just got a it's got a feeling to it. Right. Um, Packers finally get back to 500. It's a little bit of a revenge game. Um, They just need to play clean football. I think they can very much beat the Vikings, especially at home at Lambeau with like the crowd on their side, as long as they hold on to the football.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And so much, we talked, you know, pre-show that the Packers were maybe going to get back into that one, but it was too little too late and they had started making adjustments, but it just the fourth quarter got away from them. So much of that game, I remember talking about with you on the recap show, just saying like, these are things that never happen. And like five of those circumstances happened for this team in that game. And it's not an excuse, you know, things happen. You you have yeah. to be able to recover, but the Packers uncharacteristic turnovers, you know, losing fumbles, so many things that we've seen them clean up in the the latter half of the season. That it just feels like a completely different Packers team that we're going to see on Sunday.
1: I completely completely agree with you, and they have two new weapons, quite frankly, that they didn't have in Week One, and they, those cannot be understated because it's not just any two weapons. Like Christian Watson is commanding major major attention these days, double triple defenders, especially in the red zone, and how many times do we think the announcers are going to mention the, the dropped pass in week one? Like how many times do you think, and you know, that's going to be on his mind. So I just think that this is going to be a really, really, really fun game.
2: Yeah. I think it's definitely enough where you don't want to make it a drinking game, but obviously (laughs) the Packers need to take care of business on Sunday to have any shot really at the postseason. I know there's ways that they could technically lose and still sneak in, but It's not the point. Get it done. Win on Sunday against the Vikings. And then I think for sure that Packers-Lions game will get flexed to the night spot in Week 18.
0: 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive.